Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What is going on? The Isles Meetups Pod, episode 12. And tonight we are joined by our homie Jake from Isles Meetup San Diego. Jacob, what's going on, man? How much are you, Mikey? Happy uh, Thanksgiving Eve, Eve, I guess, right? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm super excited for Thanksgiving Eve Islanders hockey. I, I know that that's like a big night that people go out and whatnot. Not, not, not my old age. I'm just super excited to watch a hockey game and not have to get up early in the morning the next day yeah yeah it should be fun tomorrow night should be fun so yeah and talk about just an unbelievable game last night and having Bo win it in overtime in Toronto like these kids man they just don't give up you gotta love it that is true. Yes. Uh, when all is lost, never, never give up, you know? So this, this team's like, you know, uh, it's a little bit of a roller coaster ride, but you know, uh, you got to watch until the end, you know? So, uh, these are some comeback kids and hopefully we can then translate, uh, some, to some wins here. So. Amen. Amen. So I guess before we, we dive into your whole story and everything, I, I know that you just made it to the Mecca. You just were at, UBS. So was that your first time? It was my first time. Yeah. So tell us everything. <laughs> I mean, like it is like, you know, again, the Coliseum, I, I you know, we, we, you know, there's such, you know, you know such a, an attachment to the Coliseum, but man, UBS is just, it just knocks it out of the park. I mean, it, it is for me, the best way to describe it and maybe I'm stealing a quote from somebody, but it's like an amusement park ride for Islander fans. You know, I don't, you know, a certain amusement park ride. It's almost, I'll, I'll say it out loud. It's like Disneyland for, for uh, Islander fans from, 
you know, you know, the, the shell rise from the parking lot to the actual structure, the, uh, you know, all the sights and sounds and everything that you can take in from an audio visual standpoint. Uh, there's so many things to see, um, you know, and you just, you know, you just feel like this is home. It's, it's like, it's like, it's like magic. It's like, you, you, you almost can't believe this is ours. You know, the aesthetics are just like unbelievable. Um, there, there's so many things to see and take in, you know, um, that, that it's almost like, it, it's like heaven for us, you know, you, you know, you're right. It's like, it's like Mecca. Like we all, all us uh, folks who are living, um, you know, not on Long Island, you know, we all have to make this pilgrimage at least once, you know? So, so, but it is, it is like Disneyland. And, you know, the other thing, yeah, the last thing I need to talk about is, uh, about the UBS is, uh, that makes me think of the, of Disneyland is the, the team store, the, uh, the Isles lab. My gosh, there's like, you know, you can definitely <laughs> spend some time there and, um, and some green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going at the end of this December. So I'm super excited about that. And did you take the train or did you drive? We drove, we drove. Okay. So I, I'm I'm gonna try the train out. I'm I'm excited about that. Hopefully, there's a bunch of trains running that day. I I, I know that the Ronkonkoma line that my mom lives by is uh, a direct right to the new UBS station. So definitely want to give that a shot. Should be very convenient for sure. So before we dive into all that San Diego talk, I do want to tell everyone about our sponsors in Oyster Bay Brewing Company. You have a lot of great choices when it comes to great beer, and Oyster Bay Brewing Company provides the best Long Island has to offer. Oyster Bay Brewing Company is dedicated to producing the highest quality beer while staying true to their nautical history on the Gold Coast of Long Island. They are the creators of the renowned Barn Rocker Session Ale, available at 12 locations in the Islanders' brand new home, UBS Arena. And because Oyster Bay has increased distribution across the country, you can grab your barn rocker no matter which meetup group you are a part of. The Tap Room on 36 Audrey Avenue is open seven days a week with indoor and outdoor seating, so you can experience their smooth honey ale, savory IPA, or gluten-free hard seltzers right in historic Oyster Bay. You can also shop online at OysterBayBrewing.com for curbside pickup, local delivery, or have your order shipped anywhere in the country. And if you use coupon code THPN at checkout, you get 15% off. Oyster Bay Brewing Company, Long Island's Gold Coast Brewery. Awesome. So, Jake, you know... Southern California, not always associated with hockey. However, you are a diehard hockey fan and a diehard Islander fan. So I guess w- what is the, the hockey culture like out there? Um, so uh, there are hockey fans here for sure. Um, you know, we are we, we do have a minor league team, the uh, the Gulls. Uh, that's the Ducks affiliate. Um you know, so that is, uh, you know, a ticket that does sell out. And I've been to a Gulls game and it's quite fun, you know, 
Uh, it kind of reminds me of the Coliseum, you know, the, the venue um, uh, that they have here it does remind me of the Coliseum, um, you know, in a lot of ways. Um, you know, you, you do have the Ducks, Anaheim's about an hour, an hour, 15, hour, hour and a half uh, away from us. And uh, L.A. is about three hours if you're lucky, <laughs> probably a little bit longer than that. So but there are some fans here that are that are diehard hockey fans. Um, you know, I've, I've seen some games here at the local bars and uh, they can get quite packed. So we do have a following here. Um, you know, well, you know, let's let's be, let's be real. It's Southern California. I think the priorities are priorities. Priorities are uh, you know baseball and football. But uh, you know, there is definitely a hockey. So I guess when Isles meetups was starting to gain steam um, and you're, you're following from afar, um, how excited were you when we did launch this, the original San Diego group? Right. Yes. I was really excited to the point where I think I messaged, I think either you or somebody about starting a meetup group. And I, I think, you know, the message was that there already is one. So that was in the 2019 season. So that was, you know, when that happened, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, this is, this is great, great idea. I remember going to my first meetup group. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, you felt, this is, it was just like the best feeling ever. You know, I was not watching alone, you know? Um, so that was such a great feeling that, that first meetup when you're meeting up with a lot of other people. So it was such a great, great feeling, you know? So. Yeah. And then unfortunately, John, got transferred because he he was also in the military and he got transferred to, I believe like Memphis, Tennessee. So the group sat vacant for a little while and, you know, I, I wasn't sure if it was ever going to start back up. And then, you know, I, I, I met you in DC. I, I met you in Raleigh before and I knew you were from San Diego, but I know you got a lot on your plate with, you know, being a father, you know, your, your full-time job and everything. So I was like, I don't know if Jake, could do this <laughs> but here you are man all these years later running the group and uh got a, a little rebrand got a new logo and everything so you know I, i'm sure things are a little different you know showing up to a meetup versus actually then organizing and running them for sure yeah um all of these are valid points um yeah so when you at you know in the 2021 season you had messaged me about starting the meetup group and you're right. I, I, I have, you know, I have some commitments, uh, but I was, you know, I, I do have a, I think I've got the ability to carve out the time for it. Um, uh, I remember talking to my wife about it and uh, obviously this is a, you know, you got to talk about these things with your spouse. So I remember talking to her and I said, hey, you know, Hey Katie, you know, I, you know, I just been asked to be um, the leader of and i'm sure she was like okay san diego's <laughs> i'm sure she was even more interested because she's probably thinking of some leadership uh position at work and i said san diego's islander meter group you know so like that <laughs> just um, as important yes or just as important so uh but no she's been really cool about my um allegiance to our team so she I mean, she, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, I, I give her a lot of credit, you know, for the amount of time and energy and money I spend, um, you know, watching games. Um, but you're right. You know, there is a, it's different from, you know, being um, a, 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 a member as opposed to being an organizer. 
there is um, a lot of things to do. And I always have to remind myself, you know, yes, you're here to enjoy the camaraderie and the game, but you, you got to also, you know, you know, be an organizer too. So I'm, I'm, I'm learning as we speak, you know, how to, um, how to rally the troops, how to, you know, get details done, how to, you know, how to, you know, move things forward. Um, so it, it is, it's is a little bit different. So. Yeah. You're at like a networking event every single time you have a meetup. <laughs> like you're just trying to sell this idea to everyone that comes and hope that they come back the next time and the next time and the next time. And you really just got to kind of just be a party planner and you, you wear a lot of hats being a meetup leader. There are a lot of things to juggle, you know, you, you know, my, my own personal needs along with the meetup groups as well. So um so there's a lot to think about but it's it's i i i but i enjoy it i really do i mean um you know the, the camaraderie you know it's almost like a fellowship you know it really is you know um ours is a little bit smaller than yours so um but it really is a fellowship and also i just love the, the social media part too that i really did you know so well, we got a comment on the shirt, Jake, and I commented before we started rec- recording, but you're getting some love for the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree. It is a great shirt, and it's a one-of-a-kind shirt. But if you are in the market for another Islander shirt that's not one-of-a-kind, I do have a great offer for it. Launched in 2020, Dynasty Hockey Co. captures the unique history, the colorful personalities, and the enduring excitement of the New York Islanders. Drawing on inspiration from the worlds of music, film, and art, and applying it to hockey culture, the apparel created by Dynasty Hockey Co. is uniquely its own. It was created exclusively for lifelong Islander fans by lifelong Islander fans. So head over to dynastyhockey.co and use promo code THPN for $3 off of any t-shirt. That's dynastyhockey.co using promo code THPN for $3 off any t-shirt. So I know that they have a, a huge Black Friday sale coming up, but what I'm most excited for is they have a pin that they're dropping on Black Friday that just says, ask me about Josh Bailey. <laughs> and I just think it's so clever and I want that so bad because I am a huge Josh Bailey supporter and then obviously last night just you know he he was a healthy scratch a couple of games and then he gets back in the lineup and pulls off just a he, actually a bunch of filthy plays throughout the game last night and uh I I think that he gets a lot of you know grief when he shouldn't really be getting it. And uh, it, I, I think it's a very clever pin that I definitely want to get. When he scored, I was thinking about you. So. <laughs> Amen. Love that. So, yeah, let, let's jump into now, you know, the, the fact that you're running the group, got a new logo, and must say one of my favorite logos when Dan came back with that, I was just like, yep, that's it. Like we don't have to make any edits. That is the logo. Oh yeah. Um, gosh, the logo. I you know 
I, I'm a humble person, I think, which is odd when you brag about it, but I just love the logo. I really do. Um, you know, so I, I got inspiration from uh, the Boston logo. The Boston logo was sort of like a combination of like a baseball logo um, and it was kind of piled up, if you will. Um, so I was like, oh man, that that's kind of a neat mashup. Uh, so I was really thinking, hey, can I do a similar mashup here? I was thinking about the you know the Chargers because you know this is this was a Chargers town, uh, Samuel Chargers town, right? No, like how I can incorporate an Isles theme into the Chargers logo, but then I thought about the Padres and I was like, oh man, you know that that you know swinging friar, and I was like, oh, you know what? You can incorporate the fishermen, um, and and I was like, oh, this is a no brainer, you know, if you incorporate the fisherman theme with the friar theme, um, oh, you know, I thought. You know, it was a great idea, and Dan did a you know a spectacular job. He's done great jobs with um, uh, my secondary logo, if you will. Um, I've got other things brewing with him, so he, you know, so I'm, I'm I'm glad with the work that he's done. I am not a techie person, so there's no way I could have done it without uh, Dan Brink. So, yes, definitely, he he's done some great work for Isles Meetups, and uh, San Diego is definitely one of them. I. I Hope that we continue to like do patches and stickers and stuff like that because I need to get some San Diego merch for sure with that logo. <laughs> yeah, tell tell me your address. It'll it'll be on it'll be on its way. So, amen. Love that. Yeah, me. So you know you've been doing the group for a couple of years now, and and last year, I, I believe it was last year. I like COVID years. I have screwed up my brain, but I think it was last season. You guys actually got together and got out to a game in Anaheim um, and had a large group and had a nice pregame before it. So I guess was that one of your most memorable moments running Isles Meetup San Diego? Oh, by far. Uh, we had a great turnout. We combined with um, Isles Meetup LA Um and we met halfway uh, in Anaheim. So it's kind of like the halfway point for LA and us. Um, and we had a great turnout. We had 33 people show up. Uh, um, uh, you know, not, you know, it's um, not as nearly as much as your meetups, you know, but it was definitely a great crowd. The Islanders won. And um, we had, um, you know, some folks from the you know, Blue and Orange Army show up uh, for us. They were definitely in the charge. Uh, Devin from Yes Men was th there with us as well. Um, so that was a lot of fun. So um, that was definitely the most memorable meetup that we've had um, so far. Um, we've had some great groups during the, the 21 playoffs. Um, you know, I hate to say, it, you know, game seven as as much as it still stings this day. Um, gosh, we had a ton of people at our bar. And if the Isles had scored, um, not only would they have tied the game 1-1, but, uh, man, uh, the bar that we were at, you know, they would have had to repair the roof. We would have blown it out with stratosphere. So there are so many people, and you can just feel the tension. So that was definitely another uh, memorable moment for us, a uh, meetup for us. Now, I do want to point out, like, I'm sure you went to Islander games in Anaheim before you did the group. Were there ever 33 Islander fans sitting together? Like, you got to give yourself some credit. Like, I, I I know that it's not hundreds and hundreds like we do get in Carolina, but, like, 
you're in California, you're across the United States. Like, give yourself credit because 33 people in California to watch the New York Islanders all sitting together is something that didn't happen a couple of years ago. 100% correct. Uh, yeah, there, there's definitely a lot of Islander fans that show up to the Anaheim Dust games and the Kings games too. And it just, it's just logical that, you know, you all want to sit together, you know, strength in numbers, you know, uh, don't watch alone. So uh, it just made so much logical sense for all of us to sit together. And again, it, we, we made a ton of noise and they put us on MSGN. So, um, so so yeah, it was it was fun to see uh, that happen too. Um, so that was definitely a, a lot. It's just it's just a logical thing. We all should be sitting together. So, and I'm hoping that we can do this same thing this March, March 15th. Uh, we have group t- uh, tickets going. So, yeah. So, is it kind of a mirror image of the last time where you have a link set up and you have a, a pregame that you're considering organizing before the game? Yes, we have a link. Um, it's on our Twitter. It's pinned on our Twitter. Um, and uh, we will definitely have a pregame. Uh, we were at the Tilted Kilt. Um, and it, it basically, it's a five-minute walk from uh, from the Honda Center. So just just logical just for everybody to, to meet up, you know, right before. And you can just all walk together as a group and uh, enjoy the game together. So how is the atmosphere around the Honda, Honda Center? Um, well, meaning like the surrounding area, I guess. Yeah. Like the surrounding area, like for a pregame, like it is it like DC, is it like Tampa and some of those other metropolitan arenas? Right. I would say it's, it has more of a suburban feel, you you know, you have Disney right by, though it's a little bit of a, you know, maybe like a five, 10 minute drive. Uh, it's not like the Staples Center. Staples Center, you know, has a great setup for, um, you know, things to do around that arena. So, um, but again, Tilted Kill is about a five minute walk and, um, you know, it's a, it's a good, it's a good, um, you know, setup point for us. So. Cool. So that, that game is March 15th. The link is in his bio and the Isles meet up San Diego's bio. And uh, you can just go purchase the tickets directly through the link. Jake doesn't have to collect money. You don't have to send Jake money. And you can just get your tickets right into your Apple wallet or whatever the Android version of that is and sit together with other Islander fans. Like, it's a no-brainer. And a lot I know a lot of New Yorkers do that West Coast trip. They always That's always the one that they're circling and, and hoping to make work. And... I've been like circling that since I was in high school. Like, man, like, can I, can I get out there? Like, can I make this happen? And it just hasn't always been a very convenient time. Like March every once in a while does get our spring break. Like, you know, I'm a teacher, so I have to go based on that. Um, But spring break this year is in, in April, so I can't do March. So I, I just will keep circling those dates and hoping that one day it's over a school break and we can take a trip out to California. Right. Yeah. Um, well, th- this, th- you know, this year it would be, I mean, Billy Joel is playing March 10th. So, um, you know, if, if people can plan it out correctly, it'd be a nice vacation to go to the concert and then, 
um, the game, you know, five days later. So the concert, tell the family we'll go to Disney and then (laughs) then go to the game. It just makes so much sense. It does make a lot of sense. Jeez. You can go to Disney the day of and then go to to watch the magic on ice when the Isles win later that night. Amen. Yeah, you got to do a little bribery later on in life, right? You (laughs) got to mix in some of those family events and stand in hour long lines to go on Peter Pan or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't even know if they have Peter Pan at the one in, in California, but uh, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. For some reason that line is ridiculous at the one in Orlando. It's just the longest line for a movie that came out. What in the sixties? <laughs> like Crazy. But we're not here to talk about Disney. We're here to talk about Al's Meetup San Diego. And Jake, I want to hear your personal story as a fan of the New York Islanders. But before I do that, I do want to let everyone know about DraftKings. So hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game to get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So I'm assuming that when you went to the game at UBS last week, you also came back to to visit some family. So where are your roots on Long Island? I'm from Old Westbury, originally. Okay. Yeah. So... Are, are you from a, a hockey family? You know, when, when did you really get hooked on the New York Islanders? So I am not from a hockey family. My parents, uh, you know, they're, you know, they're immigrants to this country and, you know, they wanted their kids to study hard. So sports was kind of on the wayside. They didn't discourage it, but it wasn't encouraged either. So, but I got my fandom from uh, school so I remember being kindergartner, 1982-83 season, back in the old days, right? Uh, everybody was an Islander fan. There was no question. There was, I mean, like, you know, there was no rooting for any other hockey team, if you know what I mean. Um, you pledge allegiance to the Islanders, you pledge allegiance to the flag, you know, kind of that order, you know? So, <laughs> um, so the, the, you know, but I was, you know, about what, five or six. Um, we didn't have cable so that was a big problem you know learning the players the the team um so it was hard for me to really kind of you know know what you know what was going on uh i think the next step for me was in the fourth grade believe it or not that was when kind of my understanding of sports was getting a little better albeit you know hockey was number four compared to baseball football and basketball but then i remember um Again, the fourth grade, we had this like workbook um, that talked about Long Island history. And so it had things like, 
you know, battles in the Revolutionary War, Long Island, uh, um, you know, Charles Lindbergh, Teddy Roosevelt. And there was a section on the New York Islanders. And I said to myself, hey, like, this is kind of a, this is, you know, this is not just a team. This is kind of our history, you know? Um, fast forward to the 90-91 season, you're going to laugh at this story. Um, this is where kind of things took off for me. Um, my dad, we were not, had rented these computer games for our PC. Um, and he had rented uh, the game called Wayne Gressy Hockey. And this is before EA Sports. Um, and this allowed you to actually create teams of your own. So I said to myself, hey, you know, I'm going to start to create, you know, the NHL teams. Um, so I, I took whatever Newsday, you know, uh, papers that I could get and I got the rosters and I actually, you know, started to create the Islanders. I remember I created the Rangers, of course, uh, the Jets, the, the Capitals, you know, and then one by one I would you know, create basically the NHL. <laughs> and that's how I really knew like the players, you know, it wasn't just Pat LaFontaine, you know, it was, you know, Patrick Flatley, Derek King, um, Evie McDonough, Tom Fitzgerald, Joe Ricci, Mark Fitzpatrick, you can tell there were some concerns for the team. So, <laughs> so, uh, but that's really kind of like really to, you know, had me, you know, really understand the players um, a lot better. Um, and then um, the, the first year that we actually got cable was the 93, 94 season. So that's where I could really, really watch on a regular basis and, um, and could really understand uh, the game a lot better. So that was kind of, that's kind of my, my, my history. And, you know, after the lockout season in 95 for baseball, you know, that's when hockey really took off for me. Um, and, you know, this is our home, you know, this is our home team. And that really meant a lot to me as well. So. Now it's the first time that, Someone has mentioned on this show the connection to video games, but my other podcast, Bardown Breakdown, that comes up all the time. And like how a lot of you know musicians from the alternative music scene, their introduction to hockey was a video game, and that's what got them hooked. And you know, it, there's so many people out there that are very similar because. You know, in the early 90s, like you mentioned, not everyone had cable at the time. It was very expensive if they if you did have it. So you would still have hockey cards. You would still have the newspaper to, to learn about these players. But truthfully, you know, I knew the name Wayne Gretzky. But as a kid, I didn't really watch too many games where, when he was on, you know, on the L.A. Kings. When he, when he came to the Rangers, I was able to watch a, a few more games of his. But. When he was on the Kings and, you know, I, I was too young for the Oilers to really remember those games. Like, I didn't really see any of those games. So I, it was all based on video games or based on trading cards and reading about him in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's how I got it, got into it as well. I mean, I again, not having cable, you know, it, it makes it hard. I mean, I would listen to the radio, uh, Barry Landers, Bobby Nystrom, I remember that, but... Uh, but, you know, hockey is definitely, I, I think there, you need that visual aspect to it. You know, um, it definitely does help. It's just great to appreciate the game, too, you know, because there's so many things that are going on at the same time. Oh, for sure. Even though Chris King does a fantastic job. I know <laughs> some, some people are, are on the fence with him. I love Chris King and I love the way he calls games. So 
if you do have to listen on the radio and I've done it before, it's, it's a little entertaining with him at least. Love his calls. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Cool. So like what, what was the like Islanders moment that has stuck with you? Uh, like whether it's at a game or watching the, watching a game with a family member or something like that. Like, what is the Islanders moment for you? We all have at least one. True. Uh, there are, there's, there's several. Um, so just growing up, going to an Islander Ranger game uh, back in the Coliseum. Oh my gosh. I remember the first time I went and I was like, whoa, this is totally different. You know, uh, you know, the chanting really made, going to another game like different like it was like that really struck a chord with me you know as a, a as you know as a preteen if you will so um see here um I, I would say uh you know recently um i was at game four of the uh, stanley of uh, the um i'm sorry the semifinals uh where uh ryan pluck um you know um you basically saved the game, if you will. Oh, you were the, at that game. I was at that game, and I was like, "Whoa, that was, that wasn't, that was amazing." But the, the, the Coliseum was, it was so loud. I mean, I don't know how to describe it, you know. And the scene outside the Coliseum was very, very interesting, you know. So you can never forget that. I mean, it's definitely a party scene before and after the game. But uh, I'll tell you this: um, with the family member, um, I took my son to his first. NHL game uh, with the Islanders. Um, this was uh, February 2020. He was what seven, I believe, at the time. Yes, he was just turned seven, and we were going to Vegas to see a game. Now, my son barely knows anything about hockey or the Islanders, and I had a lot of um, concern that he would walk in an Islanders fan and walk out a Vegas Knights fan because, you know, um, I'll give Vegas credit. They do a really good job with getting the casual fan to watch. And I was concerned that my son would see all the theatrics before the game starts. And, you know, he would see this team called the Knights and it's like a cool name. And it's um, like medieval times at a game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what little boy doesn't want to root for a team that has, you know, the word Knights, you know, but gosh, I was so proud of him because he was the loudest Islander fan <laughs> in in the arena. And to this day, um, he has strong feelings about the Knights, not in a positive sense, because we lost that game. So uh, that was really proud. That's, I mean, I just, I just couldn't believe uh, the loyalty he had towards the Islanders just based on us going together, you know? So um, that, that was probably i'll never forget that and we talk about you know fathers sons mothers daughters mothers sons and fathers and daughters going to games together and how much it meant to go with their parents or their older adults but this time you know for me it was the other way around you know um so uh where, where you know the moment was you know seeing my son go to his first game so. i love that yeah i just took my daughter to her first game and Unfortunately, she's a little too young, so she probably won't remember it. But we we have the pictures to prove it. And then, uh, you know, as she gets older, hopefully I have one of those moments as well. And she roots hard for the Islanders and just starts to hate the Carolina Hurricanes. That's, that's all I can hope for, right? 
than I did my job right. oh, as, a, you know as a father. Yeah, it. And yeah, I think your 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 daughters, you know, you know, will get there. It gets a lot more fun, you know, as as they get older. So it's a fun age for me. So I got a nine year old and seven year old. So it's a it's a fun time. Yeah, and it's one of those things where you can't force it. It has to happen natural because the second you try to force them to like the teams that you like, she's gonna become like a Ranger fan just to <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> like she's just gonna like naturally start to love the Islanders. Yeah, agreed. For sure. So, you know, being in San Diego, um, it seems like you catch the Islanders probably more on the road than you do at home. So have you been keeping track how many NHL arenas you've been to? Yeah. Um, overall, uh, yeah, I think I've been to, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five. I believe I've been to five or no, six um i've been i think six or seven i believe yeah any any favorites well ubs of course i mean that's <laughs> that's number one i mean again it just i just can't tell you how much seeing that it's it's home you know it's it's almost brings a tear to the eye that this is ours you know i, I can't say this enough like you know, I don't want to sound like this old bogey here, but and I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to steal a quote from a, another person, but there are times when you would wake up and not know whether we would have a team, you know. So, so to this day, I, again, I appreciate everything this team has done to make sure that we have a home in our in our in our you know in, in Elmont. So, um, uh, other favorites, um, you know, Staples Center, you know. I like the area around Staples Center, you know, for sure, because there's so many things to do, so many places to stay, uh, so many places to eat. Uh, it's a great place to meet up right before. Um, it's in downtown LA, you know, so I just, I really do, you know, you know, really do really like that arena a lot. So um, it's kind of big, um, so a little bit cavernous, but I, I just do love the, the setup outside um, Staples. Cool. Love that. And, you know, you can truthfully do both of those in one trip. If you come in from New York, come in from wherever, they usually play back-to-back. I would say probably most of the time they play back-to-back. And then I know it's a little tough to, to get up to San Jose, but they even sometimes throw that one in there. And that's that's definitely a hike from L.A., though. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so um, the geography of California is interesting. Uh, you know, the Bay Area is nowhere near the Southern California area, you know, so yeah. um, so just heads up about that. But uh, yeah, no, I've, I've done I've done the Kings. I've done the, uh, the Ducks um, games with the Islanders. Um, you know, I, I've done that route. So um, I once did the Kings, Ducks, uh, uh, Coyotes. Um, I did that road trip once. So that was fun. Yeah, and just announced today, the Arizona group somehow managed to get group tickets at Mullet Arena. I was very, very surprised about that because it's like 8,000 people or something crazy like that. To The fact that they're even doing groups blew my mind. Right. Uh, I was surprised as well. I mean, uh, they're, uh, you know, that's, you know, strong work for the Arizona group, you know. 
Uh, I think the quote that they said is trust the process. I will trust that process um, after that has happened. So, yeah, super cool. Super excited. Lots of awesome group gatherings. You know, Philly has sold over 50 something tickets for that one. Like another who would who would have ever thought a couple of years ago that 50 something Islander fans would be sitting together in Philly and there wouldn't be a brawl or there wouldn't be like it on news 12 or something like that. I 100% agree. The only time I would go to a game in Philly is with the meetup group, you know, so um, strength in numbers, you know, I just, I just, that just blows my mind, you know, that, that they did that and they're doing that. Yeah. Love it. It, it shows that it can be done. And uh, just the goal is that we have the, these groups set up pretty much everywhere. The Islanders play on the road and, we're doing something cool and doing something special. So lots of fun. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to talk about, you know, kind of this theme of, you know, ambassadorship that you had, you know, mentioned to us, you know, the meetups. I mean, you're a hundred percent right, Mikey, you know, these, you know, these meetups are ambassadors. Our, our hockey home is in UBS, but if you can't be at home, you know, we have these embassies, these metaphorical embassies, which are, um these meetup groups and us meetup participants are the ambassadors so uh you know it's your idea i was totally i'm totally running with it you know <laughs> I, I just i love the concept i really do yeah it, it's just a lot of fun and it really just you know shines the islanders fan base in a positive light where national media that doesn't know that really wasn't out in the tail at the tailgates at the coliseum like they just assumed that we were, you know, second fiddle to the Rangers. And, you know, we had some lean years with intent attendance, but the Islander fans didn't go away. They just, you know, were a, a little less uh, vocal and a little less uh, in the arena, but they were always still there. And a lot of them were also just moving off of New York, like out of New York, like, just reality it's a very expensive place to live and people are going other places that are a little warmer and a little cheaper <laughs> so that the one thing that they they hold on to though is the islanders so it makes sense we can definitely even grow and branch out to some markets we're not in yet right yes uh we're in different places but the team unites us for sure so um I, I guess before we let you go, Jake, uh, I, I know you've been pretty consistent with going to the Naughty Barrel in San Diego. So kind of walk us through the process and why you selected that location and what could a fan expect when they show up to one of your San Diego meetups? Well, I'm going to give credit to John, the, the OG of the San Diego meetup group. He was the one that found uh, Naughty Barrel. Um, which was great because they've got the NHL package. Um, they've got uh, great food, great beverages. The staff there is fantastic, you know. So whether you're coming for a meetup group or, or not, I would suggest you, you know, you go there if you want to get something to eat in downtown San Diego. Um, they've got like a regular bar set up in the front. They've got like this game room in the back and they've got, a patio outside for us um our last meetup we were watching the you know the game outside you know at san diego why not you know so 
Um, great, great setup. Um, I mean, just again, the staff there have been really accommodating. Um, I give full marks to John, um, who had found the, uh, the naughty barrel. Um, it was just an easy setup um, for me just to continue that. So, and you do also have to keep in mind, like the start times are are usually, you know, like four p.m. or 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 even you know four thirty-five, whatever it may be, which isn't always the most convenient time for people who are working and such, but truthfully even even the bar because that's usually when like the morning shift is switching over to the nighttime shift so like that four o'clock window sometimes in a restaurant or a bar is kind of like the gray zone right like you might have a waiter for half of it or, or a bartender for half of it and then they're switching over to a different one and it's not always uh crowded in in those bars and you might probably be the only group in there at, at times right Perfect setup for us. Perfect setup for us. Yep. Cool. Well, um, I, I know you guys are, are pretty consistent with having your meetups every single month. Do you have one on on the calendar for December and yeah, we do. one in January? We have one for December, December 22nd. Good guys versus bad guys. So, <laughs> Okay. And so that's Thursday, right? That is, that is a Thursday, yeah. A Thursday Islander Ranger game. Um, I'm guessing a, a 4 p.m. start or four. They've yeah, been doing cool. a lot of 7:30 games here, so maybe 4:30. I think it's four o'clock. Um, oh, is it? Okay. Whether it's four or 4:30, I'll be there. So, <laughs> so yeah, we got a good group going. We got we got some good guys uh, in in the group, and um, you know, um, yeah, it's it's a good group for sure. Very welcoming. Uh, we talk about a lot of things. I know that uh, I think Sharon was like, was like what pizza, the bagels, real accent for us right now. It's music, parenthood and real accent. So <laughs> I love that. Good stuff. Now um, I was going to go somewhere and then I just totally blanked, but it'll come to me. Um, so December meetup we have then also the March in-game meetup, March 15th in Anaheim. Tickets are available. Um, just merch and logos and things may be coming in the future. I know you got your stickers ready to go and hand out. So yep. lots of great things cooking in San Diego. And, oh, I know where I was going. San Diego has a very large, you know, military base, Navy base. Have you reached into that market yet have any you know soldiers who have been stationed from you know long island that are there now come out to any of the meetups uh we had one we had a marine uh carlos great guy um he was he's definitely diehard unfortunately he um he had to pcs he had to uh, you know change his duty station back to long island he's a recruiter now so he was he was one guy that um, you know, definitely showed up. Uh, he's a fun guy for sure. Um, but the current group right now, I don't think we have any service members uh, with us, but yeah, it makes sense. You know, if you are, uh, changing your duty station, uh, and if you are going to be at Naval Station San Diego or MCRD or even Camp Pendleton with the Marines, you know, um, yeah, please, you know, Miramar, please, um, show up. We are, you know, we definitely, you know, 
are a very welcoming uh, group. So, yeah, because so, some of the other cities that have groups, I'm always like, yeah, you know, I, I know a lot of Long Islanders go there for college, and you know, especially like UB. I'm like, yeah, there's a million Long Islanders that go to University of Buffalo. Like, try to tap into that, but. Not too many Long Islanders are picking up and going to college in San Diego, even though I'm sure they're beautiful campuses and great schools. But, you know, there are probably a bunch of Long Islanders that are getting stationed in San Diego that might be Islander fans and could be a, a market to tap into. Yeah, I was one of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, if you are definitely changing your duty station from the East Coast and if you're going to be here in san diego yeah please please show up you know we definitely enjoy having you touche yeah no reason to watch a game alone when there's an isles meetup group in your backyard and uh jake it was a blast hearing your story and just hearing all about isles meetup san diego and super excited to see pictures from your event in march and I'm going to have real serious FOMO. And once again, when the schedule comes out in June or July, I'll be looking to see if there's any possibility of a California trip, a West Coast trip that I can make on a school break. That would be amazing. Well, looking forward to having you again. Uh, Mikey, thanks for being the organizer, creating this monster called the Isles Meetup. And, you know, just, uh, you know, I say that facetiously, of course, but, uh, you know, appreciate all the technical stuff that you are helping me out with. You know, I'm not really a technical guy. Um, so appreciate, you know, everything that you are doing and, you know, creating this great idea. Again, like I said, you know, never watch alone. Um, if you're in a major city with a meetup group, one should never watch alone. Amen. Well, Jake, thank you so much for hanging. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving and let's go Islanders. Let's win that Thanksgiving Eve game. Yes. Let's go Islanders. Yep. Thanks, Mikey. Yep. Take care. Thanks. Yep. See you, dude. Take care.